Hey, what's up, homies? Welcome to another episode of the Homies Real Estate Podcast. This is your host, Anthony. I'm Angel. I'm a realtor. I'm a lender. And hopefully together we can give you a pretty good idea of what's happening in this crazy real estate market. We got a really, really good one for you. It's a question I get all the time. What is the conventional loan? What is the FHA loan? And which one makes more sense for me? So Angel and I are going to break this down for you. Angel, the first question I'd have for you since you're the lender is, what is the conventional loan? So a conventional loan, they aren't, first I'm gonna answer what's an FHA loan, just cause I feel like it answers the conventional loan a little better. So an FHA loan is a government insured loan, right? So what that means is, is that if you as a home, um, home buyer, someone borrowing money from the bank, if you can't make your payments anymore, that the government is gonna back your loan up and if, you default on your home, then they're gonna insure it and they're gonna pay back those banks if you can't um, if you can't um, purchase a home. Or, excuse me, if you can't make your payments. Um, for a conventional loan, it's a little different. Um, it's not government insured. Who 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 insures it are uh, private mortgage insurance companies, right? So the term PMI comes into play a lot. Um, that's what it means. Private mortgage com- uh, private mortgage insurance companies. So um, conventional loans basically mean that that if you can't pay, the difference is if you can't pay for your mortgage, instead of the government guaranteeing that they're gonna insure it, the private mortgage insurance companies are saying that they're gonna insure insure your loans if you can't make your payments. So that's really the, the big difference between the two um, as far as who insures your loan. Um, and that the people insuring your loan, the difference between the private mortgage and the government, those, those two, the difference between those two companies are gonna have an effect on what credit score you need on how much uh, debt you could have, right? On how much you pay monthly in mortgage insurance. Those things um, come into play um, that will really show you what's the difference between FHA and conventional, which we'll break down in a little bit. Awesome, that's a very good explanation. So essentially what Angel said is that the FHA loan is a government-backed loan, right? And the conventional loan is backed by private mortgage insurance. And depending on your credit score and so forth, is gonna determine what your interest rates are. Uh, which leads me to our next question, Angel. Uh, what is the minimum down payment for the FHA loan? So FHA loan minimum down payment is 3.5%. So required uh, 3.5% for the FHA loan. Um, and then for the conventional loan, the minimum down payment for first-time home buyers, you can do as low as 3% down. Um, if you're not a first-time home buyer, 5% down would be your minimum down payment. Gotcha. And is there a, a recommendation that you have? Is it typically... Three percent or five percent for the conventional loan. Um, every every situation is different. The the, I guess you know the positive side to doing the bigger down payment is usually your your uh, mortgage insurance is a little cheaper. Your monthly mortgage insurance that you're gonna have to pay, um, which we'll get into detail when we we go over mortgage insurance. But that's really the the main two differences. The two percent down payment isn't gonna change the payment much as far as the principal and interest, but your mortgage insurance is gonna be a little less. Awesome. Thank you, Angel. Uh, so what's the minimum credit score that you need for the FHA loan? And what's the minimum credit score that you need for the conventional loan? Yeah. So this one's a little tricky, right? Because um, technically FHA, you can go as low as 500. Uh, you know, that's, they, they, um, they do insure loans with people as low as credit scores as low as 500. Many banks, um, every bank that I know of, I don't know any bank that does um, insure or give out loans. If you don't have at least a 580 credit score, right? But right now, due to the pandemic, 
almost every bank's mandatory. Almost yeah, almost every bank is requiring a six twenty that I think that I can think of. So um, and that again is due to the pandemic. Before pandemic, five eighty it was definitely possible. Um, and still there is, I'm sure banks that do it at 580, between 580 to 620, they can give you a loan. Um, and then the credit score for conventional that's needed, again, also tricky. It says um, that you can allow up to 620, right? Uh, you could have a 620 credit score. A lot of banks, not even the banks, but we have something that's called a desktop underwriter, which basically means is it's a system we run your loans through um, we run your loan application through, right? And when we run your loan application through it, it tells us if you're based on your credit scores, based on your income, based on your debt, all those th all those different factors in that are involved in a loan application. It tells us if your loan will be approved upfront or if it will be denied. What happens is many times when you have under a 680 credit score, they don't, the, the DU is what we call it, desktop underwriter, they won't accept your loan, right? So a lot of times you're gonna have to be at 680 you can get away with it at 660 sometimes with large down payments, 15 to you know 20% down. Uh, it just depends. It really just depends on on what that desktop underwriter says. Every every individual borrower is different. Gotcha. But you're referring to the conventional loan for a 660, or what? What are you? Uh, correct. To? Conventional loan 660. Uh, I say 680, right? 680 is where it usually takes it. Um, the desktop underwriter. Sometimes even at six uh, six eighty, it won't take it for whatever reason. I again, I've seen it take it at six sixty right now. Um, and then that desktop underwriter again, because of COVID, they have you know um, uh, made it stricter to get qualified or to get that approval on that desktop underwriter. So it could be a little. Uh, it's going to be pretty challenging if you don't have a six eighty credit score to get to get approved uh, for an FA. Excuse me for a conventional loan. Okay, so to reiterate, you're saying that. An FHA loan, typically, you're looking at at least a 580 credit score, but you would prefer a 620 because the interest rate's a little bit better? Uh, no. So what I said earlier is that uh, FHA allows, again, as low as 500. Most banks don't allow you to borrow an FHA loan unless you have a 580. But due to COVID, many banks are requiring a 620 right now, right? They may change it back to 580, but the banks that I know of, I only know one bank that will do it at a 580 or a, not even, excuse me, I'm sorry, at a 600, you need at least a 600. So I don't even know a bank that does it at 580 right now. Uh, very, very, very uh, rare that a bank does it at 580. Gotcha. And then the minimum for a conventional is what score? Uh, again, it's a 620, but the desktop underwriter has to approve it. The, the software system that all, all loan officers and all banks run their loans through, they has to approve it. Many times it doesn't approve it unless you have a 680 credit score. Gotcha. Okay. Sounds good. That makes it a lot clearer. Uh, so that leads me to the next question, Angel. Interest rates. So mm -hmm. what, what are interest rates for FHA loans? What are interest rates for conventional loans? Mm -hmm. How do they vary? Yeah, great question. So FHA tends to be the more competitive with rates, right? You're, you're going to get lower rates with an FHA loan, right? Um, which has its pros and it has its cons as far as you know, as far as what program is better, the pro to FHA over conventional is you're going to get a, a lower interest rate, right? Um, reason for that is, again, these are government insured loans. So banks are more willing to give you the lower interest rates because they know that they're going to get their money back if if you as a borrower do default, right? Um, whereas in a conventional loan, the rates are a little higher. 
So just to give you an example right now, on an, on an FHA, you're probably looking at about a 2.5% interest rate. Um, and then on the conventional, depending on your down payment, depending on your credit score, you know, you can get 2.75, 2.875. So um, with the FHA, though, the difference is that 3.5%, you're going to get a good rate. 3.5% down payment, right? Your rate's not going to change if you have a 3.5% down payment. Or if your credit score is a 640 to a 7, uh, 780, right? Even though there's a, a huge difference in credit scores, because again, because they're government insured loans, the interest rates are still going to be about the same. Conventional, a little different. Credit uh, interest rates are depend on several factors, including you know how large is that down payment, or um, how large or what's your credit score at right now. The higher your credit score, the better your interest rate. Very uh, credit sensitive when it comes to conventional loans. Gotcha. That makes a lot of sense, Angel. Next question I want to go into is debt to income ratio. So what is the minimum debt to income ratio for the FHA loan? or I guess the maximum for the FHA loan and the maximum for the conventional loan? Uh, great question. So uh, for years, for those of you who don't know who, what that income ratio is, it's basically uh, the bank. It's a, it's a ratio that we do, what we use where we compare your monthly debt that you have versus your monthly income, right? Uh, the higher that the higher percentage that it allows, the, the more debt it allows, right? So um, on an FHA loan, it allows that we allow up to 56.99% um, debt to income, right? And then on an FHA loan, we allow 49.99% uh, on a conventional loan for debt to income ratio. Uh, so almost 50% for conventional, pretty much 50% for conventional, and about 57% for an FHA. So FHA, in a sense, does allow you to have more debt, um, but FHA, they also have something that's called a housing expense ratio that they look at, which basically means how much of a monthly payment you can afford based on your income, right? So say if you have no debt, um, but you have, um, say if you have no debt, all you're going to have is your housing, your housing expense. It allows only up to 46% of the debt to income ratio because it, we look at your housing expense ratio. Gotcha. That makes a lot of yeah. sense. So for a lot of people, if you want to qualify for more, you're going to be probably looking at the FHA loan because you're able to qualify up to 57% as opposed to 50% mm -hmm. for the conventional loan. Yeah. So and I want to talk a little bit more about private mortgage insurance and mortgage insurance. What is the difference and what kind of cost is associated with each? Great question. So this mortgage insurance is really, in my opinion, going to come down to what program makes the most sense for you, right? Um, private mortgage insurance, how I like to compare it, is it's like when you're going to go for a car, right? You go to these private insurance companies, State Farm, Allstate. And when you if you have a history of accidents, your mortgage insurance is going to be higher. Excuse me, your car insurance is going to be higher, right? Um, or if you have a history of having a lot of tickets, your car insurance is going to be higher, right? So same thing with um, the banks, you know, so the mortgage insurance companies, the private mortgage insurance companies, they're going to give you cheaper mortgage insurance if they see that you have higher credit worthiness, if you have a lower debt to income ratio, um, if you're putting a large down payment, right, lower loan to value, things like that. Those factors are going to be able to bring your mortgage insurance down. And again, private mortgage insurance, this is referring to a conventional loan, right? For mortgage insurance premium, that's what 
was used on an FHA loan. That's a little different, right? So with mortgage insurance premium, the this is why it's, it's it might be a little better to go conventional if you have the high credit scores, because on a mortgage insurance premium, if you have a 780 credit score, right, or you have a 640 credit score, you're going to get the same mortgage insurance rate for FHA loans. They don't change by per borrower based on credit score. Um, down payment, if you guys put the same down payment, you guys are still getting the same um, mortgage insurance rate. It's a set rate that nobody can change, right? And so that's one of the cons to buying with an FHA loan opposed to a private mortgage, excuse me, opposed to a conventional loan where you're going to the private mortgage insurance companies because you can definitely get a cheaper monthly mortgage insurance going with the private mortgage insurance companies. Gotcha. That that definitely clears things up for a lot of people. I think that's a big question people get and they get that confused a lot. Mm -hmm. Does my FHA loan come with private mortgage insurance? No, private mortgage insurance is for conventional loans. FHA loans have mortgage insurance. There is a difference there. And FHA loans, you pretty much have the same mortgage insurance rate as someone that has a 620 and someone with the perfect 850 credit score, right? Now, Angel, a question I get often is, you know, removing private mortgage insurance or mortgage insurance once I get to 20% equity. Like, what is the what is the process for that for an FHA loan? And what is the process for that for a conventional loan? Great question. So once... For FHA loan, the only way to remove mortgage insurance is two ways, right? Um, waiting 11 years of making payments, your mortgage insurance will drop off on a, on an FHA loan. Or by refinancing, right? You can, you know, after I've, I've had clients, we have clients, you know, that have only had their house for a year, year, year and a half, um, that they homes have appreciated us, you know, the way they are. And they remove mortgage insurance by refinancing, right? Mm -hmm. So that's definitely a way you can do it. So those are the two ways, either waiting 11 years or just refinancing once you have that 20% equity, right? Um, conventional loans is a little different. You, again, if you get to conventional, same thing. People buying with conventional put 5% down, you know, 10% down. Within a year right now, they already, they already you know, have that 20% to a year or two. People are going and refinancing, getting it off. But what some people don't realize, too, on a conventional loan is eventually, like, let's say five years, if you call your your um, mortgage service provider, whoever's servicing your loan right now, you could tell them that you already have 20% equity and they might they may ask you to get an appraisal to get done to verify that value. And they will uh, they will themselves move the private mortgage insurance. Right. So usually you have to make five years. They, they want to see five uh, years of payments before they will remove it without doing any refinance. So you're keeping the same loan and then in five years, your home appreciated that much where you don't have to pay, you don't have to pay to do the process of refinancing. You just have to get an appraisal done. It's probably gonna cost you like $500 and then you send it to your bank and they will, they will guide you to that process of getting it removed. So I have a quick question about this, Daniel. For the conventional loan, if you're, you get to 20% equity faster than five years, right? And you don't want to have to refinance. Mm -hmm. Is there a way you can order that appraisal sooner? Or is it just uh, depend, it bank depends by bank? on your, on your mortgage, service, mortgage servicer. Um, but they're usually going to want to see five years. I think if you have 25 or 30% equity, I think they might allow you to do it in three years if you have that much equity. Um, but you, you would have to call them or you have to, you know, anybody who, who's thinking about that, uh, you just have to call them and ask them what the process would look like. And I'm sure they'll, they'll uh, break it down for you. Awesome.
Okay, you know, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. So now that we kind of recapped both of these loans, the FHA loan and the conventional loan, mm-hmm. when is it better to use either the FHA loan or conventional loan, Angel? Great question. So conventional loan, I usually don't recommend it to any clients um, unless they have a 720 credit score, right? Um, and they're trying to come down with that minimum money, three and a half percent, three percent, or you know five percent down. You know they have money for for that type of down payment. Um, you know that's when I look more. Conventional loan tends to be a lot better than FHA because again, the mortgage insurance is a lot cheaper. That's that's the that's really the kicker right there with the conventional loan is you're not going to get a better interest rate, but your monthly payment's going to be cheaper because you have a cheaper mortgage. You have cheaper mortgage insurance. Sometimes under 720, it might make sense, you know, 700, 680, you know, especially 680 if you're coming in with 10% down, 15% down, 20% down. Of course, all day go conventional, right? When you have large down payments. Um, FHA, I recommend it, you know, to anybody who doesn't have the best credit, you know, doesn't have a lot of money to put down, um, want to take advantage of the great rates. Again, you're going to get an amazing rate with an FHA loan. Um, And even though mortgage insurance is a little higher, uh, it's still you're still gonna have a great payment right now because of the rates, right? So every every scenario is you know case by case for sure. So I can't tell you which one is better for sure, but tends to be when you have higher credit, conventional is better, and then when you have the lower credit scores, FHA is better. But it, again, it just depends. I always like to you know when I tell my, I always tell my clients when they come into the appointment. My job isn't to tell you what program's best. My job is to lay out the options for you and for you to pick, right? So it's up to you to decide. Each of them have their pros and each of them have their cons. Absolutely. That's a really, really good way to break it down, Angel. And again, it's ultimately up to you to decide whether you want to go FHA or conventional. This is a pretty good breakdown of everything. We may go into more detail about specific things like mortgage insurance and private mortgage insurance in the future because I know this can be a little bit confusing. Yeah, definitely. I think like each scenario, each little each um, bullet point that we covered can literally be broken down into, you know, I try to bring it in all together. So excuse me if it's a little confusing because it's just a lot of information all at once, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe we can break it down, you know, each bullet point or more of the ones that need larger explain or uh, greater explanations mm-hmm. we can break them down yeah absolutely so thank you homies for joining us for this podcast i hope you found it fruitful again this is anthony this is angel i want to wish you all the best take care and stay safe thank you hey homies it's anthony this podcast contains my opinions and is for educational purposes only it does not guarantee any projections and should not serve as a basis for any purchase or sale in real estate